Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey girl, I'm Micaela, a mother, wife, Jesus follower, podcaster, empowerment coach, and a Chicana who loves her cafecito. I'm on a mission to empower each mujer to give herself permission to be the woman God created her to be. Because just like you, I wear many hats. Girl, I see you trying to take care of everyone else. But on this podcast, I invite you to grab your cafecito or glass of wine. Sit back, relax, because I'm going to mentor you and teach you how to stop being afraid of becoming the woman you know you were meant to be. So you ready? All right, girl, let's do this. Welcome to another episode of The Fearless Mujer. I'm so excited. I have a very special guest today. Um, it's going to get real on the podcast today. So today I have the honor of having Rosa Alejandra on the podcast. I'm going to go ahead and let her tell us all about who she is, how she helps women. So welcome to the podcast, Rosa Alejandra. Gracias, gracias. Hello, everybody. I am super excited to be here, actually. Yeah, my name is Rosa Alejandra, and I actually like to call myself two things. One, the accountability badass, and other, and the other one is the mirror expert. So I actually am a neurolinguistic programming coach, and I specialize in behavioral patterns. So one thing that is not easy to do, but that I love to do, is to put women in front of themselves. I help women actually confront themselves. That tends to be a little scary, but when they're not ready for that, we're going to limiting beliefs, and then I'm able to help them break through. Basically, I help them break through stuckness and move forward in their business. I should have said, actually, you know, I help business women move forward in their business. Yes. Very cool. I love that. I think um, jumping into a business is always scary, especially when you're starting from scratch, right? Like when you have a new recipe for something and you're like, holy cow, like, how do I put all this together? Is it even going to turn out good? But I think you just have to kind of, I love what you're doing, having them confront themselves. That is so scary. But for the women who do the hard work, man, it's such a beautiful thing. So you also have a podcast. Can you tell me a little bit about your podcast? My podcast is called The Woman Up Podcast. So again, if I'm going to put you in front of the mirror, it's because you need to have some chonies well put together. <laughs> so that, you know, so I, that's what I call it, Woman Up, right? Um, and we talk about every topic available when it comes to helping women live unapologetically, because that is what, it, what this is about. Um, so I call my podcast a little superficial because you get, you know, you get tips and tricks on how to live unapologetically. But for many people out there, it doesn't work unless they do the internal work. Yeah. So good. So good. Okay. Well, like I said, it's going to get real. Rosa Alejandra is going to talk to us about self-sabotage. And one crazy thing that I can say, well, not crazy thing. It is a crazy thing, actually, when you're self-sabotaging yourself. But the crazy thing about it is that sometimes you don't even know that you're doing it. And that is so freaking like, wow, so mind blowing. So tell me about self-sabotage. What, what is it? What happens? What does it look like? 
Before we start, if you are listening to this and you have a pen and paper, write down that the best teacher in life is life itself. And if you don't learn your lesson, you're going to go through it again. And if you don't learn your lesson, you're going to go through it again. Your life is not like your daddy or your teacher or anybody that you can bribe so that they can let you pass to the next chapter of your life until you overcome what you've been stuck with. So with that being said, that's called self-sabotage. If you are living in a loop and it happens again and it happens again, it's not because you have a, you know, como se dice, una racha de mala suerte. It's not. Yeah, not, you don't have bad luck. You just. You have that awareness. We call it like hitting hitting that wall. And, yes. you know, they say like it's psychotic to keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting that you're going to get a different result. So I totally get what you're saying. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But the thing about it is that and you're going to hear me say a lot of things that you probably are not used to. Number one, stop working on your mindset. Uh oh. <laughs> and the reason why is I, you know, I'm a huge advocate for mindset, but everything has an order of being. And if you are sitting there and you haven't done internal work, which I like to call heart set, if you haven't done internal work, then you're just fooling yourself to think that you can convince yourself to forget, in my case, 45 years worth of programming from mother, teacher, boyfriend, relationships, friendships. There is no fucking way. No way. Okay. So forget the mantras, forget the mindset. If you have not done the due diligence to first of all, understand who you are and why you are, because who you are right now and the way you operate is not who you are, it's who you were programmed to be. And that's how you walk in life. So all of these, you know, like you said, you know, doing the same thing, over and over again and expecting different results is insanity is really not insanity. It's lack of awareness because if you don't know what you don't know, then why do you know what to fix? Why do you know where your transformation point is? So that is the very, very first step. Um, that's where self-sabotage comes from. And the, the basis of it is we as humans operate 95 to 97% of the time from our subconscious mind, which is your fears your buts, your what ifs, your, oh my God, it should have been, or it should have, everything's in the past and then completely afraid of the future, right? But yet as humans, as rational humans, we make conscious decisions. Those conscious decisions are awesome, but they ain't going to do shit for you if you haven't dealt with the 97% that is actually driving your car. So Every time you make a conscious decision, and I will always use myself as an example, the one thing that I haven't been able to accomplish in my life or control or gain awareness of is my body. I live in a body that has Hashimoto's disease. I live in a body that's in pain. Mind you, I come from 22 to 25 years of fitness and dance background. I was a dance fitness instructor. I had dance fitness studios, and now I live in a body that won't let me do that. So I have the awareness of, I have to exercise, I have to eat right, I have to do this, I have to do that. But barely, barely about maybe a year and some months ago, I came to the awareness of, wait a minute, you actually were almost raped when you were 15, you had a knife to your throat. So you're walking a life in which you don't want to be seen. You don't want to be attractive. You don't want to be, you know, you don't want to, you know, you don't want the attention of people, specifically men. So yes, even though I diet, even though I exercise, now I have a disease that does not let me lose the weight because it's safe. Wow. In, 
So, so you see what I'm saying? There's yeah. always a contradiction of what you want and what really lies underneath it. I want to lose weight. I want to feel good. I want to stand on stage and be able to withhold myself for a whole hour standing on a stage. But my body's like, nope, because what if somebody attacks you again? I didn't know that part. So my conscious decision is still not working. I'm still not losing the weight because there's a lot of healing that I have to do from that. And I know it today. Well, not today, but yesterday. I walked to the store, came back. Somebody flirted with me through their car in the, in the raunchiest way. And I could feel, like now that I'm aware, I could feel the reactiveness inside me. So we, that's what I'm trying. And I'm giving you this example, not really to talk about me, but to give you an example of how we don't operate for a, from a conscious level. We operate from a subconscious and it's so strong and it's so ingrained and so traumatizing that it's impossible to shift it just because you said so. So there's a lot wow. of work. Wow, you know what I what I really what I really resonated with everything you said is so good. There's trauma that women have not dealt with. And I was I'm a survivor of sexual abuse. So is my daughter. So I think those traumas of what happened to you not even just, you know, with sexual abuse, but I have spoken to many different women who have been abused. Um, you know, and not not to talk bad about like our culture, but in the Latino culture, like I was raised by my dad. He's, you know, Mexican machista, like <laughs> dominant, vas a hacer lo que yo diga, you know, fill in the blanks. And he, like you were saying, programming, I always felt like I wasn't good enough. So it didn't matter what I did because I felt like I was, I was going to mess it up somehow. Mm -hmm. And I think that you're absolutely correct. Like until you don't face those things, until you don't see those things, everything that you try to do, motivational speakers, the books, whatever it is that you try to do, even the inspiring, you know, movies on Netflix, it's not going to work. Right. Cause you're going to keep, like you said, you're going to keep hitting the wall. So I love that you touched on that because, you know, like the fearless mujer is all about the woman giving herself permission to be who she's supposed to be, who she's meant to be. You, you are meant to be someone here. You have a purpose on this earth, but if you're constantly holding yourself back and you're constantly, you know, allowing those triggers to control you, man, you're not going to get to be that person, you know? So I just wanted to say like, well, that was fire. (laughs) And 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 I'm going to give all the ladies out there a a huge pass, something that maybe you haven't known. And if you already knew it, then here is your, um, como se dice, your reassurance. Uh First of all, we as women carry trauma, not from our generation, not from just our past generation. But do you know that there are studies out there that say that we actually carry uh, in our DNA seven generations past? Wow. So if you look at how far women have come, but also how far, how far behind we were and how we were treated and how we were like, we, it was kind of like the way some people treat their kids, right? You are here to be seen, but not heard, or, you know, or the men could do, but if you did it, you would be decapitated. Just different stuff like that. You know, you couldn't vote, you couldn't speak, you couldn't have a job up to date. We have jobs, we can speak, we can have businesses, but still we get paid less than a man. 
So there is traumas that we're carrying, and it's not just your living trauma today in the physical realm, but just from generations and generations in your blood, you're carrying that written suffering. So the reason why I say I'm giving you a pass is because I want you to understand that whatever you're going through is not your fault. However, if after this podcast, you're still going through it, then I'm going to put the responsibility on you because at some point, you have to be willing to break the chain. A lot of women think, I, you know, they don't just think, they tell me, I love what you're doing for women. I'm like, babe, I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for the generations to come. Mm. Because this world is shit because we refuse to take responsibility and change, and change the narrative. The moment we break the chains, then we can actually change the world because women are so powerful. We can, we can I mean, our power will transcend the next seven generations. So it is, up, oh God, and every time I say oh that. Oh my I, God, me dio, me dio escalofrío. <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. I'm like, I felt it so strong, like, oh shit. Um, goosebumps, goosebumps. <laughs> but, but that is my way of explaining that oh. you're that powerful and you're that needed. So when a woman is afraid, I actually call her selfish. And I know that sounds mean, but you're being selfish because we need you. Your family needs you. The world that's to come when we're no longer here, they need you. They need your legacy. They need your teachings. And you came here to the world to pass on wisdom. And if you're stuck in fear, then your wisdom is not, it's not flowing. And we need it. So please stop being selfish. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So good. You know what? I love First of all, I love that you're so bold. You're not afraid to say it how it is. And I think that when you've been, you know, and I I can speak on this because I've struggled with depression. I was suicidal. I was kind of stuck in my in my trauma, if if I could say it that way. Um, you you're just you're right. You're you don't realize that you're being selfish. You're kind of like in this victim mentality, like poor me, poor me, right? Like, oh, pobrecita, me pasó esto, whatever, you know. So, and it's not to be mean, it's just that at some point you hit a crossroads where you have to choose, am I going to be the person that I'm supposed to be, or am I going to keep, you know, in my, in my comfort, I guess, right? Because part of being who you're supposed to be is that you're going to be uncomfortable, right? Like what you're doing, you're making women confront themselves. That is not comfortable, right? When you finally realize like, holy crap, like I need to change this about myself. And I don't mean to laugh. I say it because I've, I've been there. Right. So sometimes you need a person like you to say it, how it is to wake you up, like, but it takes right? a woman, but it takes a woman to be ready for it because you have That's no idea so how many, true. how many women I scare away. You have no idea how many women call me angry and bitter. And, wow. and you know, thankfully I'm woke enough to say, it's not me. It's you. <laughs> You know, like in relationships, it's like, it's not you, it's me. No, it totally is not me, it's you. So, you know, and when you figure it out, you can come back to me because I still love you regardless, right? Like your words don't hurt me because your words are based on what you're feeling, not on what I'm saying, right? And how you're hearing things because of the victimization. But see, the other thing, the the other thing that I, uh, that I run into, and please stop me if I'm just running over things, right? Oh, no, you're good. I love it. (laughs) But but I run into a lot of, you know, I am so sick and tired of always running into to these assholes are always running into this man that don't respect me that this and this and this and that and I actually I was getting ready to give a speech I was invited into this women's event it was actually all Latinas as well and I was sitting you know with the audience I was just sitting down you know waiting for everything to start and this woman out of any out of the blue felt compelled to start talking to me so I'm talking to her 
And then she starts looking around. She's like, there's no man here, right? And I'm like, I don't think so. But I didn't understand what she was getting at. And she's like, you know, I am so glad because I have the worst luck with men. And she just started going on and on and on. So, you know, I just listened to her. And, I, you know, once she gave me a space, I said, so what is it that you want in a man? You know, well, he has to have it all together. You know, he has to be loving. He has to be, you know, she gave me what, he, what she wanted. So I said, okay, cool. I said, that shouldn't be impossible. Well, there is no man like that left. I said, absolutely. I said, but let me ask you this. Are you able to do that for yourself? Do you have your shit together? Do you know how to love yourself? You're asking for a man that loves you the way you need to be loved. Do you even know what that looks like? Do you know what love feels like? Real love. Not the love that you think is going to come and save you because you watch too many freaking Disney movies. No, the real love, you know, so which is, you know, the best love you can give yourself, right? If you stand in front of the mirror and she's like, well, what does that have to do with anything? I said, well, let me tell you something. I said, I hate to burst your bubble, but it's kind of like you're a Mac, a Macintosh from back in the day. But you want a USB. Can you please tell me where the fuck you're going to put that USB at? Can you tell me you're compatible? How? Hmm. You know, on the other hand, there's many women that are like, you know, the brand new Apple, you know, the best laptops, but they settle for floppy disks and then they wonder why they and they wonder why they suffer. So I guess what I'm trying to say and what, that, what I told her is that even if that man was in this room today, he wouldn't look at you, not even for a glance, because you don't shine or vibrate at his level. So if you want a man like that, you better figure your shit out and start vibrating at a higher level and get out of victimhood because victimhood is a very low vibration. And if we were to be in a dark, in a dark room, you would be part of the darkness instead of the brightness. And that man that you're describing, he's actually a light. Wow. So light attracts, light attracts light. So, and I'm saying this just to invite women to step up and take responsibility and not wait for a man to come and make them happy. You have to learn to make yourself happy, babe. And then once your vibration comes up because you're happy, trust me, not only men, but the friendships, the environment that's going to start surrounding you is going to be three levels up. You can call it, you have already been, you can call it like if you've been accepted to the VIP level of a club, you know, like it changes <laughs> completely. Now you're VIP. <laughs> wow. I love how you describe that. Cause that's so true. Once I think once you learn to love yourself and walk differently, if I could say it that way, you attract those like-minded people. And then you're like, whoa, this is like a whole other world, like, you know? Um, so I guess what I wanted to ask you was when we think about like self-sabotage, how can women become aware that they're doing this? Like, you know, one of the things is like, maybe I kind of want to like, talk about imposter syndrome just a little, because I feel like they kind of go hand in hand, not that there's the same thing. But when you feel like, oh, well, I don't deserve to have that. It's kind of a form of self sabotage, or like you're talking about the relationship. I'm just gonna say it right, because I've had my share of bad relationships. When you find a good man, but you've been used to being treated so bad, and you start sabotaging your relationship with the good yes. man because you're used to, I'm going to say it, que te maltraten, right? Yes. Uh, my grandma decía, ella le gusta la mala vida. Like, mm -hmm. you're used to, that's what you're used to. And I mean, that goes with like what you said too about loving yourself. But let, let's just kind of dissect that. Like, how can you become aware that you're actually sabotaging yourself when you don't even know you're doing it? So the first thing that I always 
tell the people that I, you know, come into my realm is that I give them an exercise. So this is, so this is the only way I can explain this. So if you have a pen handy, get to writing. Okay. Um, I am a mirror advocate. So you're going to buy yourself a brand new journal because you deserve the prettiest journal out there. And you're going to buy yourself a brand new pen because you deserve the prettiest pen out there. There should be nothing else in that journal but you and what I'm going to explain to you. So you're going to set timer, timers, a five-minute timer every morning and a five-minute timer every night. You're going to put that journal wherever your, your mirror is, okay, because that's where you're going to write. So what you're going to do is you're going to stand in front of that mirror and you're just going to observe. In this society of freaking mindset, they tell you, repeat your beautiful, repeat your this, repeat your... No, shut the fuck up. And just watch. Just look at, <laughs> just look at yourself for who you are. Because the more you try to... It's kind of like brooming the dust underneath the rug, right? No, let's lift up the rug and see what's there so we can get it out. And we can mm-hmm. now work with a clean space. So that's what we're doing here. We're actually lifting up the rug. So when you're in front of the mirror, I just want you to observe your observe yourself. And if you're not used to actually being in front of the mirror for other than putting on makeup, then you're going to get triggered a lot. Now, if you really are have the courage and you want to move forward even faster, I want you to do this completely naked. Okay. And just observe. I want you to look at yourself through your eyes and then just observe what happens. If you feel fear, just observe it. Let it be. Don't try to fix it. If you start hearing that you have this bad self-talk, let it be. It's okay. Because you need to hear what's happening inside. You need to hear the real you that is either hurt or stuck or, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that is living the way it's living. So you're just going to observe, observe, observe. And then once, once your five-minute um, timer comes out, then you're going to start writing everything that you observe and please make sure that you leave it in your in your notebook and you don't take it with you for the rest of your day so you go to work you're driving you're doing everything you're meeting with people whatever you come home once you're getting ready to go to bed you're going to turn off that mirror and now what you're doing is you're actually doing a brain dump you are actually trying to figure out trying to remember the day and remember what you were reacted to how many times you got angry, what pissed you off, how many people you hunt your horn out or flipped off or cussed out. You know, you're just going to bring up, or maybe even who made you smile and how, how, much, how much percentage of the time you were um, smiling versus being angry. So you're just becoming aware and you do this for seven days consecutively. Consecutively. If you miss one day, you start over. Wow. <laughs> because it is the art of being with self. That's what it is. And getting to know self and do this from a curiosity standpoint. Don't do it from, oh man, there's something wrong with me and I'm supposed to fix myself. No, 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 no. Do it from, damn, I wonder if this keeps happening to me, I'll be curious to see why. Let's get to know myself. Do it Uh from that stand. And that is the only way you can actually start getting to learn about you and actually even discover patterns that are causing your self-sabotage. And also always have an intention. You know, why are you even doing these seven days? Is it because you want a better relationship? Because because you want to charge more for your products? Is it because you want... uh, a uh, different position in your in your uh, career, you know, have an intention of why, because your body, you have so much wisdom inside you. And the woman in the mirror has all the answers that you've been looking for. But if you can Im- imagine this, you walk by the mirror probably like seven times a day 
And that woman inside is just looking at you pass by and going like, mm. I miss you. I need you. Trust me, I can help you. And you're just walking, you know, senselessly and worried and worried. And she's over there like pretty much hurting for you because if you would just give her some attention, your shit would get straight. <laughs> like seriously. <Wow. laughs> so that is, that is my suggestion. That's, you know, what I wanted to touch on because, you know, what you're, what you're asking them to do is be vulnerable, right? We don't want, we don't want to know the truth about ourselves because we, we like people see us a certain way. We see ourselves a certain way. And then there's the real person that we are, but we want to think sometimes like, soy la niña buena, like I'm, I'm good. Right. We don't want to know those ugly things about ourselves, but we have to know that we have to be aware of those good things, those ugly things. So I think a lot of times people want to hide their vulnerability. And you're like, allowed to, and you're allowed to not want to find out. Right. But then, but then also stop complaining. Exactly. Like, <laughs> if, stop, right. <laughs> exactly. You know, I was watching Brene Brown uh, the other day and uh, I forgot what it's called. The call to courage. And there was something that she said, she was talking about all the people that uh, I guess we're kind of hating on her, you know, talking about how she looks. And I don't know if you've seen it, but there's something that she said. She was talking about like how everybody says, um, you know, I don't care what people think about me. And she's like, yeah, you do. Of course you do. And so what she was saying is how the people who are actually trying to do something with their life and trying to do things, they're kind of in a different arena. And the people outside of it are like talking about her or talking about those people. Right. So basically she said something like, um, you, like, you don't have to like what they say, the feedback they give you, the people that wouldn't even dare step into their own thing they you don't have to listen to that. So I kind of just wanted to touch on that because how do you get to that point where like you're self-sabotaging, but you listening to what other people say, right? The haters there. It's true. We all have haters, right? How do you stop that? How do you, you have to be vulnerable with yourself, you know, your flaws, your mistakes. We're, we all have mistakes. So you're right. If you're going to, if you're not going to do the hard work and you're not going to change and you're not going to confront yourself and be vulnerable, I'm sorry, but things are not going to change. And it's scary when it's scary when you realize I have to change. I have to, I have to actually be that woman that I know I'm supposed to be. So anyway, I kind of said a lot there. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I completely got it. Well, first of all, understand that you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Yeah. But also understand that for every action, every choice, there is a consequence. So just, just know that. And I can say this because you're grown mm. and I'm going to remind you that and I'm going to say it out loud, you're grown. <laughs> so your choices <laughs> have consequences. So you don't have to do whatever you don't want to do. That part of listening to other people, the only reason you need validation, it's because you don't know yourself. If you, after seven days in the mirror, started having compassion for yourself, tolerance, love, saw you for who you really were, and you actually could, and of course, this is not going to happen just with seven days, but in the seven days, you will start generating these feelings of compassion because you'll start seeing past the bullshit because you will mm. learn that you are not your physical self. There is so much more to you, right? It's not just, 
this, this, your physical self is just a product of your, of the accumulation of your habits. Mm -hmm. Okay. And how, you know, and whatever has happened to you in life, but you are so much more than that. And when you start giving yourself permission to that higher self to come through, then you start evolving and, and understanding that you no longer need to ask for validation. You can still ask for an opinion, especially like, for example, if we're dealing with business women, mm-hmm. when it comes to business, you will forever be like, is this the way, the way to do it? Yeah. Is this not the way? For example, I asked you, Hey, I curse like a sailor. Can I still come on your podcast? Now, if you would have said no, I would have been sad, but it wouldn't have destroyed me because at the end of the day, I'm allowing myself to stay true to myself because that's how I express myself best, which means that if I cannot give my best in your podcast, then I wouldn't do no justice to whoever was listening to it. So it would have been okay for the universe to say, this podcast was not for you. Mm -hmm. That's me giving myself permission. So I didn't really need your validation, but I just needed to see if this was right for both of us, right? Because Mm -hmm. not just me, it's also you. So that's part of, you know, that's why self-sabotage happens because you're not knowing how you're operating. And you, again, you're operating from a subconscious, but you think you're driving the car. No, your fears are driving your car. So the exercise that I'm giving you and the work that I do actually allows you to grab your fear, carry it, give it a hug and say, I love you, but I need you, bitch. So come sit over here. (laughs) Shut up because I'm driving the car. Now, a lot of people want you to get rid of your fear. No, because fear is a natural instinct. And many times fear will say to you, that is its job. To mm-hmm. keep you safe. So what you do is you set it, you put it in a booster seat next to you in the front seat, even though it's illegal, but you put it there in the, <laughs> in the you know, and you put on, you know, the, the seatbelt and you just tell it to just look pretty and shit up. And then you drive your car. But right now, the one that's on the booster seat and looking pretty and being, you know, and being hushed is you and fear is driving your car. So all this self-sabotage is really just a matter of you just understanding how you operate. Because self-sabotage will continue if you continue to to walk over that rug that is full of dust underneath it. It's it's just going to continue. Now, you said something a minute ago that I want to address. And I just want to address this because I know there's a lot of people out there making money off of this topic. There is no such thing as imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. Imposter syndrome was made up to keep you small, if you think about it. Wow. That didn't come until more and more and more people wanted to become coaches. That didn't come until more and more people wanted to become business owners. The imposter syndrome started sounding really, really, really loud in the last four years. But before that, it didn't really sound. So if you want to attach yourself to that label, imposter syndrome, understand that the imposter is the one that's you're, that you're allowing to live right now. Wow. The, the, the dreamer. The one that wants to do, the one that has those visions, the one that is over there living the life that you're not living, that's the real one. This one, today, the one that's speaking. Rosa, right now, living in this pain body, this is the imposter. This is because she's in, the, she's in fear, right? Wow. She's in fear of something. So you're, you're not being an imposter because you want to grow. That's the real you that you're not allowing to come. So if you choose to use those words, remember the imposter is the one that's keeping you small, not the one that wants to come up and, and shine. That's the wow. real you. You just need to give it permission. So good. I love it. I, you know, I told you about my dad, right? Like he would always say, ¿Quién te dio permiso? ¿Y quién te dio permiso? Right? So I think I always felt like I didn't have a voice. I think especially when 
you know, I shared with you that I, I am a survivor of sexual abuse. Yes. When you're not protected as a little girl, you feel like that, like your voice is silenced, forget it. Yeah. So I just love when women are like, I'm just going to freaking do it. I don't care. Like, because you were talking about your higher self and I was watching, um, I don't know what I was watching, but they were talking about, you know, the resistance to become that person, right. That higher self. And I thought it was so interesting because I mean, maybe, I don't know if you could agree with this, but even when you're functioning in, yeah, I'm supposed to be doing this, this is my business, or you still have that fear, like, dang, right. I don't know. I'm just going to do it. Let's see what happens. Right. So I think you have to get to the point where you're like, I'm going to give myself the permission because you're always, people are always going to say something. If you're doing something good, if you're doing something bad, yes. you know, this especially, is, this, yeah, especially in our culture, like there's always the cheese. I mira la lo que está haciendo, yeah. you know, <laughs> and, and, and please understand, this is not about being fearless. It's right. not because that's not possible. Yeah. Uh, but it is about being courageous. Yes. So again, if you are fearful, you're in the passenger seat. If you're courageous, you're in the driver's seat. But fear is still in the car. Yeah, It's still right there, all safe and cozy, you know, because you might need it one day, you know. But no, I totally, totally get it. And also the lack of support is very afraid. And I'm going to tell you, I have talked to plenty of people and I, and I can get them to actually open up to me. And they say, the reason why I'm afraid of getting to know myself is because if I, what if I lose everybody that loves me? Wow. Well, first, well, first of all, if they love you, you're not going to lose them. If you lose people, I mean, I'm going to be honest, a healing journey is a very painful journey because not only do you have to confront yourself, but you also tend to want to change the people around you because you're waking up. But I'll be the first one to tell you that is not your job. Your job is to wake yourself up and then do whatever you came to do. Every single human being has a different journey in this life. You cannot go change your mom. You cannot go change your dad. Maybe, maybe once you heal yourself, the ripples of the energy that you're exuding might touch them and then they might do something. But you do not make it your, 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 um, it's even like me. Four years ago when I was coaching, you know, I would get so angry. My ladies didn't have a um, result. But I wasn't doing such a deep work. See, now I understand they're not ready for this. Yeah. And now I understand they have their own journey. And this lady might take five years. This lady might take one month. You know, I'm a fast worker. So now I also know that I only work with fast workers because of my intensity of my, you know, my energy and how I operate. So it's not fair for me to be traumatizing this poor woman that's trying to heal. And I'm over here, you know, barking at her like, you know, because that is my personality. I'm, I'm the perfect drill sergeant when I'm actually, you know, when I'm actually on. So I guess I'm saying all of that to say that, yes, you know, you giving yourself permission is, is not even like, well, who am I to give myself permission? Who are you not to? And, mm. and look at it as courageous. You have that courage bone. And then if God forbid you start losing people in your realm, it's only because those people are not serving the path of where you're headed, but trust and believe that the higher you vibrate and the more you heal, the more people you're going to find in the path that are on the same path as you. 
and you will see the difference. And you, you mentioned it earlier, you know, you start attracting different, different levels of people, you know, and also I'm so sorry to be the negative Nancy, but just because you heal something doesn't mean you don't have some more to heal. Look yeah. at me. I'm over here helping women and I'm still struggling with my physical body. So don't think that it's a one and done, you know, like flip the tortilla and it's done now. No, 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 no. This is a work for the rest of your life because just like, um, what's his name? A black dude from Fast and the Furious. He said, you know, for oh, every, I, I can't know. think of his name. <laughs> yeah, but he said for every level, there is a devil. And that wow. is so true. You will forever have something to overcome. But if you've been paying attention and if you practice awareness, you will remember, oh, wait, I have that tool in my tool belt. All I have to do is use it. It's no longer like, oh my God, why this is happening to me? Why me all the time? Me, 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 me. And then you're back to, you're back to depression. You're back to victimhood. No, you just, because you practice awareness all the time and you have learned to live in the present moment and not in the past. Now, you know, it's like, wait, what the fuck? I have the tool. Why am I not using it? You know? So now instead of losing months of your life, you're just, you're just losing maybe an hour or minutes of your life because you remember, wait. I've been preparing for this. I can do this. So that, you know, that's the type of journey that you'll be going into if you decided to go into this journey. Wow. Rosa Alejandra, let me tell you, I could keep talking to you forever. Like, I just want to hear everything you have to say. Um, And then I wanted to mention about what you said when you, when you messaged me, I knew that you cussed because I follow you on IG. (laughs) And when you asked me that, I was like, I kind of didn't know how to respond. And then I'm like, well, it's fine. Like, just be yourself because I feel like I'm not going to push whatever I believe on anybody. Right. And I don't want to, if that's who you are, that's who you are. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I love about when you connect with other women, like appreciate who they are. Right. Like who cares if like whatever they talk different or they're different. And I think that as women, if we actually stopped judging or stop comparing or whatever, right? Like you could easily be like, oh, well, she's a coach, uh, you know, whatever. But if you actually locked arms and, and heard what they have to say and let them feed you wisdom, man, I think that we would be so much better just as women in general, you know, because there's so much comparison. There's Absolutely. so much cheese, so much like, and so, yeah, girl, whatever. <laughs> and that, and, and that is my, and that is my ultimate mission in this life. You know, I want to eradicate competition amongst women, because again, if you think about it logically or factually from all the years and all the generations behind us, we didn't create that. The patriarchy created that. They made sure that women stayed down and if they couldn't be controlled, then they would put women against women. And that is very vibrant and living in corporations. You know, yeah. women want to get the higher, the higher position. They have to fight for it because there's only one or two, even though there's like 50 women working. So they have to eat their heads, you know, each other's heads off in order to get to the top. So please remember that that is not your nature. If you really sit there, I mean, I'm an alpha woman and still my nature is love and service, you know? 
Now, now, now don't mess with me because I will chew you up. But, <laughs> but my nature, my true nature is love and service. So if you sit there and just connect to who you're truly supposed to be, there is no reason to be bickering against another woman. And also know, and I know this is going to burn you if you're one of them, but also know that all the shit you're talking about her is all the reflection of how you feel about yourself. Period. Um, it is. So if you're being judgmental, honey, you're very unhappy. If you're saying all oh, these women, this and this and that, honey, that's probably you. You're just speaking out because you're, you're the, what, the way you're feeling no longer, you know, fits inside you. So it has to come out, you know, and I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just being as real as possible so that you can understand why you're being reactive. Stop being reactive. Start being proactive with your life, you know, and stop letting life happen to you and start making life happen for you. Do all the stuff. And, and, you know, <laughs> like I said, you are the vessel. You are, I mean, how we create light inside of our, of our body. Yes. Like how much, how, how many other ways can I explain to you how powerful you are? Yes. Right? So good. Right. So just embrace that power. And in order to embrace it and move forward and stop the self-sabotaging patterns to stop needing all that validation and start attracting everything you really deserve in your life because you've seen it because God has given you the visions of every mm-hmm. single thing you are to have. We are the ones that don't believe we deserve it, you know, but he gave us free will. So if you don't want it, he's just going to sit there and say, well, fuck it, boo. I'll just be sitting here until you decide to come get it. Like he's just going to sit there and just let you be, but he's ready there to give it to you. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this picture where there's a little girl with a tiny teddy bear. And then Jesus, I, I guess the image of Jesus is in front of her kneeling down and behind him is a huge teddy bear. And he's yeah. like, give, give me that teddy bear. And, he's, and she's like, no, because I love it. And he's like, trust me, I have something better for you. And she's like, but this is my favorite teddy bear. And that's a tiny teddy bear that she's holding on to. Those are her limitations. And he has something so much bigger, but because she hasn't seen it, she doesn't believe it. So she's passing up this huge opportunity, right? She's passing up this huge gift. That is how we live. That is how wow. we live. Yeah. So the beauty of you learning to learning about yourself is that you're also going to learn to trust yourself, to trust your intuition. And also there is a, there is a lot of women that learn to trust themselves and they make decisions and they make the wrong decisions. So, but now because you know yourself, you don't, you don't go into self-punishment anymore. You don't go into failure failure mode anymore. You're just going to, okay, that wasn't the way to do it. So let's try a different way. You know, you learn about failing forward and failing fast. And I don't know, there's just so much goodness in just you sitting with yourself and getting to know yourself. The magic shit that happens just from that, just from within you and how it, it just expands to everybody else. It's just, it's just amazing. I mean, like you said, I could talk all day about this too. So. I know. I'm like, oh my God, I made a new friend. <laughs> yes, you did. Um, so anything else as we wrap up, anything else that you kind of just want to share, any tips, anything at all? You know, again, you know, my tip is going to be just learn to take responsibility for your life. How do you do that? Get to know how you operate. And also understand that whatever's happening with you today, who you are today, that's not who you are. That is just how you are because of, you know, consequential or circumstances or whatnot. Give yourself love to say, you know, I I can get better. And excuse me, 
this is not about fixing yourself because you're not broken. This is about waking yourself up. This is about self-actualization. I mean, you could have the best computer and it's still going to need an upgrade six months from now. Yeah. That doesn't mean the computer is crap. It's still a badass computer, but it needs a software upgrade. That's what this is about. It's time that you upgrade your software because you've been outdated and that's why you're not compatible with everything you want in life because everything you want in life sets in the future and honey, they need a better version of you for you to be compatible with that <laughs> stuff, right? I mean, look at it from the app perspective. What happens once, once an app is outdated? It no longer works. It starts glitching. That's where you are. So you're not broken. You're just outdated. We need to give you a little upgrade. So that's, so that's just my suggestion. <laughs> I'm going to add all your links in the show notes. Uh, but where can people find you if anyone's like, man, I, I need to work with her? <laughs> Thank you. My very first, I think my, my, my most basic link, because I am who I am also, and I'm very changing all the time, and I'm always doing different things. I'm just going to give you my business card. Okay. So it's bit, so bit.ly, bit.ly forward slash the woman up this card. This card is B-I-Z. So, so that, that'll be the main one because anything that I'm doing, anything that is, that is happening, that's where it'll be always updated. So, cool. and, and also if for some reason you want to do um, the journaling for the seven days, or you would actually like to go longer after that, because after the seven days, you know, we can even talk and see how that went. And then I can guide you onto your next 21 days. Uh, you know, send me an email in that business card. There is a, there is a place where you can put your email and then, you know, I can put you in my, in my mailing list as well. So, so cool. Well, Rosa Alejandra, it was, I love saying your name, by the way. It sounds so cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was so fun hanging out with you with our uh, virtual cafecito. I was like, man, I need a real cafecito while I talk to her. <laughs> but thank you so much for being here. Uh, I hope that you'll come back. And it was so nice chatting with you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you, everybody. Have a beautiful day.